welcome to the No Sell Podcast, your weekly home for all things wrestling, and we got a doozy for you tonight. I'm your host, Joseph Lessel, and I'm alongside here with the Human Wrestling Database, Corey Mack. Hey. The No Sell Living Legend, Mike Boop. Hi, everybody. And Devin Dahlwig's back. He's back. Back again with a real name and no gimmick. How's your anus? Uh, mm. I got, what is it? Painfully probed. Check out. So, we just did, as I said before, we got to watch a pay-per-view this past weekend. That's the way to put it. WWE Hell in a Cell. So, what did you guys think? It fucking sucked. I only watched the three cell matches. It's bug trash. That's all that mattered. It was three Hell in a Cell matches and then... Three jobber matches. Three, three, three filler matches. Three who do we have in catering that can be on the show tonight? Corey? Depends on your mileage on the cell matches, I guess. The other three matches were worthless and didn't really add anything. Orton and Drew didn't need to be in a cell, and Orton didn't need to win. Um, Sasha and Bailey should have gone on last. Um, it was all right. Uh, your star ratings. While you look that up, I will. I really liked the Roman match. It, Agreed. They are getting to that point of um, the dramatics needs to kind of stop, and I think it will once it's not <coughs> the family. Yeah, I think they're. They're leaning on the fact that they have no crowd live there, so they can do shit like this. Get this away is, with it. This is the next phase of cinematic. Instead of doing, like, you know, big Hollywood blockbusters mm-hmm. or indie dramas now, that's what's <laughs> going on. Uh, it's pretty good. <coughs> so the uh, rundown what is that Roman defeating Jey Uso. The match went 29 minutes and 20 seconds. I honestly felt like it went longer in my head. That sounds about right. Because of the dramatics... Uh, Corey, what did you give it for? Um, I kind of, I went back and forth on this, and I ended up going four and a half. I was going to go lower, but Roman won me back again at the end. Um, I can see both sides of the argument, but I love WWE melodrama if done right. I feel this was. Both were spectacular, along with Jimmy Uso as well, but Roman was next level. I wrote the hill I always wanted to be if I were a wrestler. Cold, callous, evil, but with God-level swagger. I like the I, I like the fact that they did the uh Roman breaking down. Like you can you can tell that his acting skills was getting up there that right was, now. That, that was that was an audition. Cry on demand. That was an audition and he, he did yep. well. Yeah. Uh, as uh I like the fact that once again Jay doesn't quit without consequences being the fact that Jimmy runs down and then Roman attacks the injured Jimmy to force Jay to quit. Are we, have we been wrong for the last uh, 18 or so years, ever since Vince made the mandate to not make stars because he didn't want to lose like The Rock again? But have we been wrong? Because Rock left, Cena left, Batista left. Uh, Roman's leaving. Roman's <laughs> one foot out the door. Like, Yeah, how long do you think he goes? <laughs> Until he gets offered something serious. When his contract is up. Because <laughs> he loves the business, but he's got a family to take care of, and you never know what can happen again with him. So he wants to make that money and take care of that family. Probably a better schedule, too. Yeah, much better. <laughs> so, I mean, is Vince right? And Austin, you know, Austin left and couldn't go anymore. So, I mean, 
There's merits to the argument. Yeah. Um, the downside is that you have no stars, so nobody gets too so invested. The downside is there is a ceiling to your product. Um, you can never, there's never, um, you'll never have that hot period. Again. There's no potential for exponential growth. There is just, um, pockets of popularity and then it's peaks and valleys. It's very much peaks and valleys, but not high peaks. It's mild peaks and the same low valleys. Cause by the, when he broke down, when, when he started crying, I was like, he's out the door. He's, he's one foot. That was a good like, shit. Like that's next level. Like, God damn it. He's with child. Yeah. Right. <laughs> So he, he won't be around. Um, they better hope he gives them at least two more years. Uh, so I guess if your book, uh, so um, if he has two big Mania matches left, because I'm assuming he leaves after a Mania. So yeah. you got Big E and The Rock. Those, Those would be the ones. Those would be the ones. You Put have... over Big E in the first one. Make him a guy. And then The Rock to finish and it. And then The Rock to finish it. Um, and then right off in the sunset. And then, yeah. Because, I mean, follow that scene. Apparently. I don't hate that. No, it's I mean, for him, for him, I don't hate it at all. G- get yours while you can. Uh, he certainly doesn't owe this horseshit fan base anything. Who didn't give a no. fuck about him for eight years. So Nope. No, not a goddamn thing. When it's, Yeah, it's one of those things when he was part of the Shield. Hey, you know what they need to do with Roman? Make him the badass. Make him a singles guy. He doesn't need to be Rollins and Ambrose. They just did it wrong. And they did it wrong. And then we've they've hated him ever since. You know since. what this shows us? This run since August shows us, along with how Rollins shit the bed for the last five years, Roman should have been the heel that went with Triple H. Nope. Should have made him the chosen one. Oh. And Rollins could have been the plucky baby face. Which is funny because he literally was the chosen one. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Ch- 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 he chosen. was the guy they Strew chose McIntyre, instead of whoever, sure. whoever Punk they, wanted. Uh, whoever the, uh, was it Ono, right? Yeah. Because he picked, wanted to catch his own and they picked Roman instead. Yeah, they picked the wrong one. In 2014, yeah. they, picked, they picked Rollins. It should have been Roman. I mean, I get it. They had plans for Roman to be the Hulk Hogan baby face. Yep. But it was clear with you that. You don't look like that no, to be a baby face. That's no. a heel. You need... Hogan and Austin have one... And Rock all have one thing in common. Massively over heels before they became baby faces. Mm-hmm. It's a simple uh, product. What What did you guys think of the stipulation being that if Jay, if, uh, Jay uh, doesn't acknowledge Roman as the tribal chief, that he's going to kick him out of the family? But then later in the night, they said that he was going to be his servant. No, Heyman said that. Yeah, Heyman. so Take which one? Way. Yeah, which, it's, it's, he's mean, out of the family, but, right? It's well, an impossible stipulation to hold them to. It's, it's weird. It's just to get over Roman as the overbearing leader, lead dog that they're trying to do. Big dog. Yeah. <laughs> so he's going to manipulate his family first. And so in terms of that, I'm fine with it. Yeah. It was maybe a little overdone, but it's fine. I loved often Sika coming out and, and proclaiming him to be which head of the table. Alpha, which one's Sika? Um, which one's his dad? I just want to know which the one's one. The one on the, uh, the screen right was the his sk- dad. super skinny one. Super skinny was Alpha. The, he so, was on the right then. Yeah. So his dad's the bigger one. Yeah, gotcha. trainer of Edge and Christian. Trainer of a lot of people. Is that crazy? Yeah. Those guys trained Edge and yes, Christian. Yes, they did. Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Uh, They've trained quite a, a few people. Oh yeah. 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 They had a. I'm trying to think of other bigger names um, that they've tried. One is on the tip of my fucking tongue. He's a, but not a WWE guy, but someone in the in the business. Um, in the business, Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> I know Snit. This isn't the guy I'm thinking of, but Snitsky was trained at their school. Oh, okay. Like, um, it wasn't his fault, son. It wasn't um, my fault. So we started off Hell in Cell with Roman, 
mm-hmm. in his cell. Do you guys think that should have been in a cell match? It didn't look yeah, like it needed no. to be. It didn't need to be in the cell. Could have been in the, the I quit, quit match. The I quit stipulation was all it needed. Yep. Um, Kidman. Kidman. Kidman's a dude. Yeah, Kidman was trained by them. Um, <laughs> so, because there were too many, too many cell matches. There's no need for three on a pay per view. No. There's no need for I, two I, to be I honest. I was talking to somebody. And he thought maybe all the matches should have been held in cell. Holy like, fuck. Like, yep. Lockdown or whatever. Yeah, Slapjack versus Bobby Lashley in, in the, the cell. cell. No. Never thought I'd hear <laughs> Slapjack on a pay-per-view, but there we are. Stevie Ray back? Are <laughs> <laughs> you fruity booty? Hey, Slapjack. Um, I'm a fan of all the Photoshop Slapjack, like new, new, new Slapjack uh, on Twitter. Oh, yeah. Um, and like Slap Nuts and Chef <laughs> Chart with the mask on. Speaking of uh, Stevie Ray. Uh, what? No. <laughs> By the uh, way, you overglossed it, and I don't blame you, but on the kickoff, our uh, truth successfully defended his 24-7 title against Drew Gulak. I was going to get to that. So you're going to go backwards? That makes sense. I was going to say, save the, save the kickoff for last. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, <laughs> the, that's the true that main event. That was the high point. Yeah. Uh, our next match was Elias defeating Jeff Hardy via DQ. Ugh. Mm. <laughs> there, Let's see here. All right, there's your answer. <laughs> uh, a star in three quarters. Cool. Talk about bad luck. Having to follow that match. Lame feud. You have to follow that. I wrote, they did stuff for a couple minutes, then Hardy got DQ'd. <laughs> yep. They yep. did stuff. They did stuff. Checks out. Butt stuff? Uh, we'll move on. Would have been more entertaining. <laughs> uh, singles match for Money in the Bank contract as The Miz defeating Otis to win the Money in the Briefca- oh, uh, Briefcase. Uh, Uh-oh. I've been waiting. As uh, Otis's good friend, or former Tucky, Tucky turns his back on him. Wonder and where we've heard that before. I'm going to go five stars. So it was this moment I realized that our very own Devin Dalwig writes for WWE. Accurate. Thank um, you. No wonder Raw's been a flaming cesspool <laughs> of shit. Checks yeah. uh, out. Jesus I Christ, only Devin. book 205 last. <laughs> there you go. My bad. My bad. <laughs> um, two stars. Shit match. Stupid. <laughs> Everything about it sucked. Where can I start at how much I hate this fucking thing? Let's see. From the beginning. Why would you put the fucking briefcase on the Miz? First um, of all, he's going to fail to cash it in. Yep. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, <laughs> Otis could have failed to cash it in. You could have gotten more heat on Roman by having plucky Otis try to cash in and have Roman decimate him without an inch of his fucking life. Yep. Would have done more for everybody. And also, if Otis is a favorite of Vince's, he sure has a weird way of showing it. Let's see. He takes away the girl, takes away the program with the Miz and Morrison, takes away his tag team partner. Now he took away the briefcase. Tucker's still on Raw, so there's no way to feud with after split. This is fucking stupid. So as I texted earlier, uh, I think it was yesterday. Tucker is on Don't. the no. Or he's on Raw. You, yeah, he's okay. still Raw. You okay. can't trust that. The, the website. The website. Says, yeah. The website still has Mustafa Ali on SmackDown. Oh, okay. They just, they don't, they do a shit job of updating. Even after the draft, they only did like half the people. They need Joy Styles back. So after, so at, yeah, so after the uh, Tucker turned on Otis, I went, but why? They're on different brands. In fact, Tucker wrestled on main event taping this week. So of he'll course be on he main did. event. So of yeah, he's not on SmackDown. At least not yet. Um, so what do, you, <laughs> what do you do with Otis? You took away everything and he can't even get his heat back. I, I know what you do, Corey. You bring back the Mark Henry storyline from 1999. He's just fat. Where'd you mean, listen to on the Monday Night War you stories? Probably. You just give him di- you know, diabetes or you just make him like have to eat vegetables and all, like, all angry about it. So, also, can I throw this out in this? Uh-oh. He slammed the table. On October 26th, 2010, 
Ooh. Randy Orton was the WWE oh, champion. Oh, God, there it is. <laughs> and The Miz had the Money in the Bank contract. Oh, shit. <laughs> On October 26, 2020, oh, shit. Randy Orton was the WWE champion, and The Miz had the Money in the Bank contract. But we're building young guys. You told us that you're not supposed to remember any of that. Hold on, hold on. (laughs) Gets better. Survivor Series is November 22nd at the Amway Center in Orlando, also known as the Thunderdome. Um, Coincidentally, the the Raw after Survivor Series 2010 was on November 22nd in the Amway Center in Orlando when The Miz cashed in on Randy Orton to win the title. Maybe Um, they knew that and they're just (laughs) doing it. I have a seven-letter word for you, Corey. What? Awesome! How long take you to count those letters? Uh, we've been doing it while he's talking. <laughs> this is so terrible. five stars. This get, uh, the match got two mercy stars, but new, uh, new uh, that new talent because even Dodie is promoting the fact that hey, ten years ago, Miz was money in the bank and Randy was champion, and I was like, we're going through this again. I wouldn't put it past them. Morrison to have, turns on him. No, I, him. I wouldn't put it past them to have Miz cash in on Orton. After the Roman match at Survivor Series. Yeah. Have a one-month title reign and lose it back to Orton at TLC just so Orton can add another notch on that world title list. Yep. Just to shake it up. I would not put it back. And not put the belt on Tucky. Or, I mean, on Otis. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, mean, it was obvious Otis was never never going to win. And it was obvious they were in panic mode at Money in the Bank time. He was just like, fuck, let's do something funny because, goddamn, we don't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. But this is the worst fucking thing you could have done to get out I, of it. I will say this. I don't know if any of you, any of you guys watched it, but the Law and Otis was <laughs> a little funny. The fact that JBL was the judge, Farouk was the, uh, uh, what were they? Um, the bailiff. The bailiff. And uh, Teddy Long was like the guy that's supposed to keep down, write down all everything. I got it all, player. I got it all, player. I got it now. I got to go pee. Player. Yeah, those guys were funny, but, but it only highlights the bigger issue at hand is the only time anything's cool or funny on the show is when you've tried out guys from 10 fucking years or more ago. Yep. Like, no, no one's, sober. no one at this table is saying that Otis and Tucky were fucking hilarious. It was Ron Simmons and fucking Bradshaw and Teddy Long. Yep. That's an issue. Oscar was funny. Of course. Yeah, play, that, play, play, play. That's an issue. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Also, Oscar isn't supposed to be fucking funny. Well, I believe Jeff said multiple times she kills bitches dead. Now she's tur- like, yeah, nah. she says jokes. Like, They've oh. turned it. Well, it's not even. She's not even saying jokes. She just screams in Japanese. Yeah, and that's supposed to be funny. Yeah. Oh, because he's racist. Yeah, got yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, our next match was another cell match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Hold S- on. This company will never turn down a reason to be as racist as fucking possible. If they can, they will. MAGA. Uh, next match, SmackDown Women's Championship in a Hell in Cell. Sasha Banks defeating Bayley in 26 minutes and 35 seconds. You mean the feud that needed a Hell in a Cell finally? Yeah. <laughs> this one warranted Boss time. <laughs> it was a damn great match. Pretty brutal at points. <clears throat> a lot of kendo sticks. A lot of kendo sticks. I, I thought my one of my favorite moments was like... The semi botch of Bailey trying to duct tape the two kendo sticks to the outside, and they, I they love her asking the ref, hey, "I'm sweating like crazy. Can yeah. you peel this tape for me?" And <laughs> yeah. she's like, "Dark's like, no, I'm not going to do that for you." Well, I guess we're not using the spot. Thanks. I gave it uh, character. By the, yeah, by the it time does. it was done, I gave it four stars. Ooh. Damn good cell match. These two have a tough uphill battle, as there is so much expectation on this feud. Plus, in my opinion, they've already had their greatest match. So good luck. You know. This was damn good. A lot of people saying this might have did better, but They're I wrong. agree. That was a five star you, match. Yeah. That was match of the year 2015, unironically. Yeah. Like, this was damn good. This was a fucking great match. And these two are pretty much who you're going to have to go to to have said great matches yep. in the women's division now. 
And that's something we might want to talk about later is I'm ready and willing to bury the entire fucking women's division in WWE. I like it. Okay. But uh, these two were good. They brought it through. The uh, the finish in particular was fantastic where she got her in the bank statement and then fucking kicked the uh, chair because her arm was in it. Fucking great. Yep. Uh, However, having said that, I am praying. I am praying that the first title defense... She loses that goddamn belt. Because I love that gimmick. <laughs> she can't Sasha win it. has she can't never defend successfully defended a women's title on the main roster. She's, uh, she's every, been in every Hell in a Cell match. Every women's Hell in a Cell match, too. Every, every first defense, she loses the belt. That's fantastic. Sadly, sadly she will win, win the, uh, the next match because WWE will bring it up. Like that's that's, that's the point of like She's hey never defended I was I'm so, hoping so much Devin or, or Mr. Booble what did you guys think of the match I like uh, Bailey did you, how I, I don't watch it that much uh, unless it's a pay per view but how much how long has she been wearing this gear I like this gear was that new for last night the, the, no. I mean the particular I know, gear but, is yeah new, but yeah. I like the yeah, gear new. the gear yeah. last night um, she's one of those that spends the money and gets fresh for pay per views yeah. That's true. Like a uh, like Ray. Like she yeah. wears like she wears. I think those are like black jeans that she wore. But like the other, normally it's just tights. But she's been wearing it since like Mania. Yeah. Yeah. I like the. I just liked her outfit the other night. I love um, everything about Bailey. But yeah, I lo- I was not into heel Bailey, but I'm into she heel Bailey now. Yep. But, she but, won me over too. My problem, Ding with Dong, Sasha, and Bailey, is they have. Uh, Shinsuke qualities where they just don't really try when they're not facing each other. They just kind of half-ass everything they do. Particularly Sasha. Particularly Sasha. So Nobody wants to bring that up. Like, they are good when they try. They don't try 90% of the time. So, uh, yeah, that's that's an excellent point. Uh, that's like the little so it's elephant hard to, in the it's room. It's hard to really champion them. That's the elephant in the room that nobody wants to talk about with Sasha, but it's clear as day that she very much has Shinsuke syndrome. She has Shinsuke syndrome, but she also has the tell. That when she comes out oh, in yeah. her entrance, oh, yeah. you can tell she's, nope, she's losing. losing. Yeah, how many little, ta- how many match- face. how many matches have we watched her come out? She does her pose, and you just be like, you can see her face reaction. Like she's losing. The she's night. literally just yeah. That is why I believe the story of her laying down on the on the floor in the dressing room at WrestleMania thirty three, forty five, whatever the fuck yeah, it was, thirty five, and throwing the hissy fit because she came out. We talked about it live. I'm like, oh, she's losing. They're yeah. losing. Look at her. She had that look on her face like, I can't believe I have to lose. I'm the champ. I'm important. And I was like, well, I know they're losing. And sure enough, they did. Um, So I believe that story. Mm -hmm. I have no doubt it's fucking true. Uh, Booker T. Let's talk about Booker T real quick. Playa. Let's tell you long. Uh, So It's a different playa. (laughs) They all look the same. God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) When Corey can be racist, here we get right now. (laughs) Stanford, Stanford, everybody. everybody. Put him in the hurt business. <laughs> he'll be, be that he'll be the higher power in the herbits. <laughs> or as uh, Vince calls him the nation. <laughs> the herd of Rooney. So like on the pregame, they talk about this match, and Booker's only comment is Bailey wins. I don't like Sasha Banks. <laughs> <laughs> He's not and, wrong. and everybody was like, What? He's like, I don't like her. And he he talked about it more on his podcast this week. That uh, he doesn't she her attitude rubs him the wrong way, and she's a lot she thinks she's a lot better than she actually is. Oof. Um, all valid. Did, did you see, well with her. Did you see Bro? 
No. So oh, uh, Booker, yeah. Uh, no. Uh, so yeah, uh, Matt Riddle did like a photo, posted a photo of him, like his reaction, to something like this, and he's like, "This is my facial reaction every time Booker T talks. Mm-hmm. Me finding out I'm not on Team Raw for Survivor Series because, <laughs> like, yeah, Booker's Congrats, been Seamus, yeah. hashtag Booker's been very vocal about both Sasha and Matt Riddle. Yeah. And uh, you know that's not going to sit well with Sasha at all. Same with Seth Rollins. Doesn't really like the old Matt Riddle either. Yeah, Mm. Uh, a lot of people don't. (laughs) Bro, he's got got that Rob Van Dam about him. (laughs) Bro, yeah. Uh, Katie Forbes got it. He also kind of Booker kind of put down Bailey, but not. It was weird. Okay, so here's the thing. Bury him all. Fuck it. He He doesn't like women's wrestling. Let's be honest. No, that's not what I. That's not the impression I got from this. But he said that she's not excellent at anything. But she's good at everything. Which is a backhand compliment. Which, but then he also was quick after that to say, um, but that was me too. I didn't excel at any one thing, but I was good at everything. Well, JR said he's very athletic. Oh, nation of domination. Got it. <laughs> a nation of penitentiary. Booker T don't give a fuck. He's got zero fucks yeah, given. zero fucks. Speaking of zero fucks, this next match, as Bobby Lashley defeats Slapjack because Slapjack. In very horrible. Yeah. Three minutes and fifty seconds. So are we just burying retribution? Yes. Yes. Yeah. As, as because nobody put, li- nobody likes it, so we're just gonna they, bury it. As they put on Raw last night, we don't care if we lose. We only win when the company burns down. Yep. Here's uh cool. I have some I found out some stuff about that. And it's pretty much what you could have guessed. Is Vince hot shotted the angle to TV because he wanted to get um he wanted to kind of stick it to protesters this summer. Because he thinks all protesters are wusses and pieces of shit, mm-hmm. and we need to MAGA. That's him. That's what Vince is, right? Yeah. So I punched this man in the face of everybody. Yeah. That soccer mind his fucking mouth. So like he put he 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 created the group and put him on TV without, awesome. without even knowing who'd be in it, just to do that. Yeah. So by now it's been three months, and guess what? Vince is bored. He's moved yeah. on. So there are actually no plans for retribution. None. They're just now they're they're just guys who are gonna lose. And they completely wasted all E-turning. Mm-hmm. It's nothing. Because he wanted to jab the left and all the young wusses who uh, are too, you know, weak-willed and afraid to, to do anything about life and want handouts, you know. You yeah. know the old man MAGA shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's, that's it. Expect them to lose forever. And uh, they don't care. sucks they... to be you, Ollie. Right. So let's go to our, the main event that should have been Sasha and Bailey, but the main event for Hell and Cell in a Hell and Cell match for the WWE Championship. Randy Orton defeats Drew McIntyre in thirty minutes and thirty five seconds to earn his. This was longer. Yep. Yeah. To earn his fourteenth championship. Well, oh, oh, like yeah, it. they had to go up on the top of the cage for Randy to hit him with a lightsaber. I thought it was a dildo. Matches that didn't need to happen for four hundred, Alex. Yeah, uh, uh, Randy, Randy Orton and Drew, Mag- uh, Drew McIntyre for the third straight pay per view. Did the way Drew sells. It didn't need to be a cell match. It didn't even need to happen. Nope, there it is. And I'm so happy. I mean, you know, we we talked about how we wanted Orton to win yeah. a couple months ago. Yeah, yeah. Now I don't nope. because one, oh, Drew got fucked. The, this whole title reign, like. And he worked his ass off to get it over, and he was doing a damn good job. I mean, that company did him no favors, and he was turning it around. Mm -hmm. And now he's got nothing to show for it when the crowd comes back. Is he even going to be viewed as anything special? We'll see. What's the plan after Survivor Series? Fiend? Yeah. Orton Orton and Fiend. Hey, that's fresh. Yeah, that's never been done before. 
with with Orton keeping it because the plan for WrestleMania is still Orton and Edge for the title in an I Quit match. With cool. Edge, no doubt winning. So a 50-year-old really injured Edge. Straight off a triceps Will injury. be your world champion on Raw. Cool. Uh, you thought you knew him. Yeah, I mean... <laughs> thoughts? Thoughts? I hate every bit of it. Um, Can Edge make it back by then? I mean, the that's almost a year. That's the hope. I don't want to see Edge and Orton for a title. I mean, I'll watch the match again if it's just mid-card and they're not, yeah. you know... Open the show with it. But why the fuck does it have to be for the world title? Is that going to main event WrestleMania? Yes, that's the plan. <sighs> that is going to main event WrestleMania. Yeah, Jesus. because it's Roman. 40, it'll be 41-year-old Randy versus 40... 50-year-old. 50 50-year-old 50 Edge. Edge. Adam Copeland. Um, because the other match, tentatively, I mean, is, is Roman and Big E. And no chance Big E gets a main And Big event. E's not going to get the crowning at the end of the show, nope. so... I mean, he's black. So. Yeah, there you go. So, yeah, that'll main event, unless whatever they cook up for The Undertaker... It's important enough. John Cena. I wouldn't be surprised if it's The Rock if they can do it. The Undertaker in a uh, Hulk Hogan brother graveyard match. Either way, it's like just fuck it. Listener, dude. This match was okay. I gave it three and a half. What did I put? What did I put here? And it's in Tampa, not SoFi. Yes. It's in Tampa. Yeah. Yeah. Manny. uh, This was a good sell that had the misfortune of happening on the same show as the other two. Going to the top of the cell was pointless. Um. This match didn't even need to happen. Interesting to see where they go with Orton as champ. Um, but then I found out where they're going with him as champ is fucking fiend. So no thank you. Fresh, bro. It's um, fresh and new. Not excited in that. I'm going to no-sell that. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to no-sell oh, that right oh, off the bat. <laughs> uh, good old JR texted me going, uh, so I, I'm intrigued by the fiend and uh, Randy story. Like, I'm like. What? He's like, I don't. I'm what? Like, Good old JR because who he hates d- the crazy W storyline shit. Because he burned... Cocaine's hell I, I see it. He burned down Sister Abigail's house and killed her. Remember the rocking chair? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, but no, Sister Abigail is Alexa Bliss. She's alive. So play off that. You didn't kill oh, her. Sorry. You can't I, here, here, here. kill her. Yeah. That's what he said. He says, uh, I know it's the fiend, so it isn't the same situation, but now, sure. Uh, how I, I don't know how sure I feel about this upcoming rivalry of these two. And I, went, I was like... Yeah, that's a no for me, dog. Yeah, I am uh, no on the whole thing. I didn't even watch Raw. I was like, Uh, I read what happened. I'm like, I did. Okay, this is the way I can save it, Corey. I think for both of us, Firefly Funhouse on Monday. Uh, Already out. Hold on. And Alexa's naked. Close. I'm for it. He has a hand puppet. We have we have a Randy puppet. Can I be the hand puppet? We have a Randy puppet and a Kim puppet. This AGW. And they just we're gonna fuck dog. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm for that. But if, any, but if there's A-G-Dub. any hand puppets with Alexa, I volunteer. I'm just saying. Uh, no, I watch Raw. If you can get all the way to the mouth, you, you sound happy about I it. I watch Raw. Um, you sound ecstatic. So, Raw, Raw so here's Raw the thing. So they're, they're promoting uh, a moment of bliss the whole night that Randy's going to be on a moment of bliss because... I mean, that alone was the giveaway. She's <laughs> leading, yeah. I, well, because The Fiend heals... Saw uh, Alexa, and she now has the contacts in her eyes, and now she looks demonic and stuff. And yeah. Oh, by the way, I'm all for the ratings (laughs) in the women demographic, especially 18 to like 29 or whatever, was way higher than normal this week for Raw. But why? 
Alexa. Oh, okay. Drew McIntyre. That character. Yeah. Doing what it's doing. They're thinking that's the reason because there's no other fucking so they, reason. So they do a moment of bliss, and Randy's out there, and he's like, "Where is he?" What? And she's playing the dumb. What are you talking? About? You know, what are you talking about? Where's the fiend? He's coming out any moment now. Where is he? At least they didn't make Orton an idiot. He knows the score. Yeah, he knows what's happening. And then McIntyre comes out. Suckering, suckering. And uh, <laughs> McIntyre comes out, and then they get into a brawl, and then Randy goes up to the top of the stage, and then the fiend shows up behind him. And Randy's like, looks back. He does like the look of like he's behind me. He goes, Okay, and then he just walks up to the front and starts brawling with McIntyre again I, instead of going up I to, saw these things on Twitter. It's like, hmm, The Fiend or Drew. Yeah, I'm going to go with Drew. But Raw ends short, I get on since they do in the U.S., and I guess they go further, and like, I guess McIntyre stabs uh, what? What? Randy <laughs> in the eye, with, in the a eye with a pin. Apparently, yeah. yeah. What's up with the, what's because, because extracting eyeballs? Because, and because Drew said good early, shit, pal. Drew said early in the night that he's uh, that Randy's gonna have a moment of bliss, but not the good way. And then that's him getting stabbed get in the eye. But uh, on Raw, they're doing teams uh, Survivor Series. They're setting that up. And it, guess what, guys? Last year, Raw SmackDown NXT. This year, Raw and SmackDown. Well, you know they they. They don't have to pub NXT being on USA anymore. It's, yep. it's old hat. And yeah. uh, plus, they've already admitted they've lost that unofficial war on Wednesdays. Yep, they've lost. They're not Burner, even trying. Burn, so burn, yeah, burn, so burn, it's burn. Raw, and, Raw and SmackDown. So right now we have Oscar versus Sasha. No, part. That's like a part eleven 12, or twelve yeah. <laughs> this year. Street Profits versus New Day. Out. I don't like it. Roman versus Randy. Don't out. like it. And. Um, that's it so far. Sami Zayn and Sami Zayn and Matt La- 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 What day is that? Survivor Series. 27. <laughs> Thank you for that. So we have that, and then we have uh, Team Survivor Series. I'm out of town that day. So the men... So here's where I think it's hilarious. Look, look, listen to this. The men are doing matches to find out who's in the, in the five spots. AJ won his, Keith Lee won his, and Sheamus beat uh, Bro for his spot, right? Bro. Women... All right, here's your four members, <laughs> and then one, and then they have to do a fatal and four, Lana. and Lana wins the fatal. It's the four worst way. women's elimination team I've ever seen in my life. Team Blonde, as it's Lana, Mandy Rose, uh, Dana Brooke, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler, for Team Raw. That's a terrible fucking team. But looking at the options for the SmackDown team, it, it ain't much better. Yeah. So we have we that happened on. Uh, Raw. It's almost like you shouldn't have built the entire women's division around five women for the last uh, six years. And now all of a sudden, everyone else is just not believable as anything other than jobbers. Yeah. But also, don't hire Nia Jax. That too. But But they got Tamina, so. We have. Well, thank God Tamina will no doubt be on Team SmackDown. Without question. So we can get that tweet of Hogan and Andre looking at each other, and then Tamina and Nia. (laughs) Side by side. How it started. How how it's going. How it's going. Uh, some of the smaller stuff about WWE. Uh, uh, Daniel Bryan came out and said this is his last run as a full timer. No, no. Not surprising. And with, with this company, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and Shorty G is now going as back again as Chad Gable. Oh, I care less now. That's Do you cool. know why? No, because they admitted that's stupid, but they have no plans to push him because Vince says he's just too damn short. Is he taller than Vince? No. He just comes in and plows. He's probably 5'7". Holy shit. 
Yeah, yeah. Chad Gale. Yeah, he so, can suck my dick standing up. Even though he's talented <laughs> as shit. <laughs> All right. He, he's he's five eight. You're so. making it very hard for me to be the cranky person. I'm trying to be here because I'm really pissed off about WWE and I'm trying to rail on him. <laughs> so I'm trying to rail on Chad Gale. Or Sid. Sid knew. It's the suck of a generation. Uh, so, on NXT, The Forgotten Son, it's Halloween Havoc this week, guys. Are The Forgotten Sons on the roster still? Yes. Yeah. On SmackDown. On waiting, SmackDown. waiting for... Were they uh, part of the draft pool? Or are they free? Waiting for the free election agents, to be over. Technically, but waiting for um, the heat to die down so they can for do their Jeff MAGA stuff for... on TV again. Mm. Uh, Halloween Havoc. Yep. I got the matches right here for you. Let's see uh, what you guys think. In a non-title match, Already up. <laughs> Santos Escobar is facing Jake Atlas. No sell. Nope. I am not feeling Jake Atlas at all lately. They, his character is non-existent. He's just dude who shows up. That that's sounds boring. about right. I need more Barry Horowitz. <laughs> I need more than that. <laughs> He's even got the shiny jacket like Barry Horowitz. I like Jake Atlas is too good to just become Jobber Y. <laughs> Here we go, Jobber Atlas. Here we go, Jack Victory. Yeah. So no, no, no sell. Okay. Uh, and a singles match: Raquel Gonzalez versus Rhea Ripley. Oh, I'll mark out for that. Yeah. Two bad women. Can this be a broad panties it. match? No, no. You're taking we're us going, back to we're the. We're going back in time. Can I, it, they hey, seem uh, to be going Booble, back. Booble, can you uh, slap him upside the head? Thank you. Woo. A haunted house of terrors match: Dexter Loomis versus. Cameron Grimes, I'm going to the moon! I will mark out only because I am a fan of anything Cameron Grimes. Yep. This um, sounds interesting. I love me some Trevor Lee. He's killing it with this character. He was really good acting scared yep. last week. Uh, the, the, I don't know if you guys saw the promo, but it was great. He's talking about, he, he finds out that he's in this match with Loomis. As Loomis is behind the glass door just staring him down, he's like, what, what, what type of match am I in? A house of... T- 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 terror? What? Dexter Loomis. I don't know. I waffle on him. I want to like the character. Seems injury prone. And uh, he and the and he's okay as a wrestler. There's nothing bad about him. I just haven't been able to fully latch on yet. Yeah. Devin, so, well, how is he uh, injury prone? Didn't he just come back from injury? Yeah. Yeah, just one, not injury prone. I thought he got, I thought I heard he got hurt. When he was young, when he was somebody else, I forget his name. When he before he became Dexter uh, Loomis, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty sure he probably had a. I can't think of one off the top of my head, but as Sam Shaw, anybody yeah, in NXT is into reprone right now. That's true. Well, <laughs> geez, maybe yeah. they should stop working that style so hard. Yeah. Uh, for the NXT North American Championship, spin the wheel, make a deal. Damian Priest versus Johnny Gargano. Regular pit. It's gonna be like cage match, some horseshit, like lame crap, right? Yeah, it's gonna be the lame shit that yeah. we are. I, I want the the chamber chair. <laughs> I want It'll be a chair. Coal miners glove. I want that. There it is. I want that. Uh, it depends on what the match is, to be honest. Can like just and, on a pole. and Priest had better win. Like, yeah, he will. He better. Uh, the next match for the NXT Women's Championship. Spin the wheel. Make a deal. Io Shirai versus Candice LeRae. This one also depends on the match type, to be honest. Um, and uh, the, Candace the options? Better, what the options are? Uh, Candice had better win. Let me... Yeah, they did, they did announce them. 
At some point, Candace needs to win the match. Like, at some fucking it. point. Right? Right? Jesus Christ. She's about, you'll know what I mean. She's about to have Lex Luger syndrome with that oh, world title. Oh, shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how many chances are you going to get? God damn, man. Um, I have it, Jim. Do you? Yeah. All right, well, no, there it is right here. Coal Miner's Glove Match. Okay. Trick or Treat. Trick or Street Fight. Oh, God. It'll be that. Blindfold Match. Casket Match. Chamber of Horrors Match. Biker's Chain Match. Buried Alive match. Yeah, I watched one of those today. Devil's Playground match. Boiler Room Brawl. Shotzi's Choice or Weapons Wild match. Like it'll be the Street Fight one. Because you can have a bunch of people just like, get, They're going to have to get a Shotzi's and the punch Choice. In the face. It's, did you see a TL, yeah. TLS match? Uh, I did not. Tables, letters, and shits? Maybe. Ooh. That's what the website says. Shanks. Well, Shotzi Blackheart is in this. <laughs> yeah. Shitsy uh, Blackheart. <laughs> Tables, ladders, and Shotzi. Shitsy Blackfart. <laughs> Maybe they just added that on that one, but on the other side, uh, of that, they don't have that one. Um, here's my dump. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, I know. Nasty. Uh, Pat McAfee will be on NXT mm-hmm. as he has teamed himself up with... Danny Birch and Orny Lorkin. I, I don't need to see him wrestle. It's how I like the character. The character's fine, and and I and I think partnering him with these two mm-hmm. will get him to where he's there, but not wrestling all the time. Right. So I think this is he can. It's get, a good idea. He can get his Bobby Heeman come yeah. up and you know just he can get beat up by the faces at some. Eventually, point, you will get the Adam Cole rematch. Yeah, but yeah. I okay. hope it's not at the takeover in in December. November. I'm hoping actually February. They, they've kind of switched to an every two-month thing now. Okay. Mm. And uh, I kind of hope they stretch it out a little. They don't need to rush it. Because he's uh, he's playing the character on his radio show now, too. He just did a whole thing with Ariel Hawani from ESPN where they were like wrestling promo back and forth. It wasn't good, but it's more because of Ariel. than. <laughs> Come on. Give our guy give him a chance. I do. No, the thing is, Ariel is a fan, but now he's doing what they did to Sam Roberts was making him play a character instead of just being himself. That's true. And it's fucking terrible. Sam Roberts is a great fan and a great interviewer. They're just not letting him do that. He's doing this weird, stupid character that nobody likes. Because A, he's a nerd for being a fan of wrestling. And two, uh, it's got to be something Vince created. Mm -hmm. So you're going to be this character instead of actually do what you're you know, good at. Like, we're I, not paying you to be good. I discovered Sam Roberts through his wrestling interviews. That's how I learned of him. Uh, well, uh, let me know how you feel about that. He he has a show on the network now. It's basically going to be his podcast on the network since oh, yes. he announced that they're bringing the Lillian Garcia podcast, the Swerve podcast, and... Uh, There's seven of them total. Seven? There's one each day. Well, I mean, oh, it's... Yeah. He has effectively been a shill for them for years. Yeah. I mean, he's a WWE mark through and through, which is fine. I mean, he has been since 92, but Gar- it's just, it is what it is. Or is it Garcia, Robert, Swerve, The New Day, Bliss, uh, Corey, Yeah, and Graves, then Drew and A. And Drew and A. Drew Galloway does a question and A. Drew, yeah. It was like the seven, one each day. And that's like, they're trying to. They gotta e- get their hands on everything, don't they're, they? They're trying to do what ESPN's doing now. It's ESPN does the radio shows now. The ESPN radio shows are now going to ESPN Plus. So they're, of course, now. What made each one of those podcasts great on the outside mm-hmm. is going to be cut completely out, and they'll just become Homer podcasts. Yeah, yeah. especially yeah. especially uh, Swerves. 
Yeah, because swerves. Big Swole on AEW, yep. she's part of the podcast, where she's going to be part of that podcast. Let's hear her, uh, seven days a week of how great WWE is. Cool. It's worked so far. So we have that. And so it, boo on all that shit. Yep. <laughs> no sell. Let's move on to uh, AEW, as uh, they had themselves a uh, fun dynamite last week. First, uh, Dark Order member Alex Reynolds getting knocked out for one minute, and he the ref and the ref not um, paying attention. And then they do an injury spot after the match with Matt Hardy as he is Reynolds is knocked down. <laughs> On the outside. So who's um? Is it the refs? Like, is he like the main person who's supposed to be watching all that? Like, who is effectively I mean, in have... charge when there's injury spots? Is it the refs? Theoretically, the refs in the rings, but but they have a trainer at ringside. Every company does, and so do they. It's at the belt, yeah. So the trainer obviously should have seen him laying there dead. Uh, the ref should have too, and the other guys in the match. It's also their job. Apparently, only the butcher and the blade were paying attention. Because well, he, he fucks get, the gimmick over there. <laughs> yeah, right? he, he gets knocked out because they do um, a they the heart the private party does a Hardy Boys move and then the leg young drop leg and drop and splash, splash at the same time. Then the young bucks come and break him up, and then like all four men are on top of him, so you don't know when the injury. I think it happened during the, the, heart, the private party. Yeah, I, think I think the, the leg, the leg drop hit him hard. Jammed him hard, and then he's just laying there flat. So then the blade grabs him by the arm and then drags him to his corner. Tags himself in, and he's just laying there for another minute. They finally moved him out. No, he no, no, no. Did they? He gets up as Nick Jackson does the hot tag and tells both members of the Dark Order to come at him, and then he uh, kicks Reynolds in the gut. Reynolds stumbles, almost just falls down into the corner, and then Nick does the running knee to the head and then grabs him and bulldogs him. That's terrible. Um, the Bucks have been pros for goddamn almost 15 years. Mm-hmm. You should be able to tell. You, you should have noticed when Alex Reynolds got up and he told him to come at you, and he stumbles, and he he's, looks like he's uh, not there. Yeah, like, the guy should know the difference between selling and when somebody is hurt. I mean, they should, like, of all people. And, like, it's played out now, but, like, somebody should be able to just to throw up an X, like, in the corner and be like, hey, like, it's, for real, this is not good. Yeah, it, it's... I agree. It's it's an unfortunate side effect of the business that everybody, including the guy concussed, which or knocked out, is taught finish the match. Yeah, yeah. No matter what. Well, in that finish the match in the same card, freaking Ray Phoenix almost killed himself. And yeah. that, that match slowed to a snail's pace while he tried to get him shit, get got his shit together for about three minutes. There. I mean, the famous example is Austin and Owen. Yep, the match shouldn't have finished. Actually, ended right there. But gotta finish the match. Um, Phoenix, in fact, is out of the tournament. Pentagon's taking his place against Omega this yeah, week. Yeah, because he's uh, fucked himself up so bad. The concussion. Also oh, yeah. with oh, yeah. also with AEW doing senseless. Also with AEW doing the uh, double taping. The spoilers are already out for yeah. this week. Yeah. It's everything we thought it'd be. It's yeah. Page and Omega at the yeah. pay per view. And um, <laughs> Omega, that wasn't. That was entertaining. Uh, so Justin, does Justin Roberts go rogue? Yeah, he has to go rogue. He, he did. Kenny Omega can't be like, "Hey, dude, list off all this shit before I come." So out. there was one Omega threw in there on purpose. Which one was for for corny for corny? Which one? I was trying to because and really, he once wrestled in North Carolina. Oh, 
That was a uh, direct shot at Corny. Uh, uh, Kenny Omega's entrance was longer than his match. Yeah. It was... Justin Roberts announced him as a former IWGP champion, junior champion, all his accomplishments. Uh, five Re- Wrestling Observer Wrestler of the Year, winner and recipient of five seven-star matches from yeah. Dave Meltzer, and just like all and the once most wrestled ran- in North Carolina. That's fantastic. And then his music yeah. finally hit. And then, then women come out yep. in with, bikinis. With dancing brooms. With brooms, because he's the cleaner again. And then he just comes out, gets in the ring, Shakes hands with Sunny Kiss. They, they, v trigger one wing angel. It's over. Checks out. And yeah. And then the and part he, I did like. He just stared at the camera. Stared at the camera, but then got up and did the whole like exaggerated douchebag heel thing of being concerned about Sunny Kiss. Checking and on, yeah. Shaking his That's a hell of a good match, kid. Yeah. That was a hell of a good match. <laughs> He's like, see you next week. He's got back out of the road. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we, they, uh, on last week's episode, um, Hey, uh, they both move. Uh, Kenny moves on. So then they announced that uh, at full gear, it will be FTR versus the Young Bucks for the AEW Championship. Because they won that four-way. They won mm-hmm. the four-way. I know COVID has screwed everything up, but it's just like, we're going to get this in an empty, semi-empty arena. Yeah, you they, know? I, 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 I agree with you, but it they really had no choice. It would have become a WWE thing where... They wait too long, yep. and then by the time they can do it, it doesn't mean anything. I thought I thought it was close because last week's episode we talked about how if the Bucks won, they need to do an injury storyline yeah. and then have them off for like six yeah. months, and then they like broke uh, Matt Jackson's leg. Maybe and I'm like, oh my god, they're listening. <laughs> they're gonna do it, and, but, but like, it's gonna happen. Yeah, they they pretty much they had no choice. It's shit or get off the pot. I mean, you signed him for the match. You, you gotta give him the match. That's yep. just you know. <laughs> Uh, we also get John Moxley versus Eddie Kingston in an I Quit match. Whew. Those two promos. Eddie Kingston's. If Moxley's and Mox- goddamn great, too. Moxley's but fucking been- Kingston's promo sent chills down my spine. Uh, are you talking about the one when they went off air? <laughs> no, I'm talking no. about the one you were sitting down. Oh, okay. Back to Ariel Hawani for a second. He uh, he was talking about it last week, and he said, I don't know who this Eddie Kingston is, but I am all in. <laughs> yeah. He's legit. And no. he's been this kind of promo for 15 years, and nobody... He wins, right? I, You know what? Shake things up. Why not? So here's the thing. First WWE guy. Typical TNA. They sign Eddie Kingston. <laughs> huh? First, it would be the first WWE guy not to win a title. <laughs> yeah, that's and true. it's freaking Eddie Kingston. <laughs> TNA signs him, and yeah, he doesn't talk. Uh, it's amazing. Ever. That makes sense, right? It's like sewing Deadpool's mouth shut in Fucking <laughs> X-Men. <laughs> no. I, I, I said last week, I, I, Moxley, it's not time to lose the belt, but shake things up. Things this is up. why maybe it's the right time to lose the belt. This is the time to shake things up. You're still not in front of paying crowds all the way. Mm-hmm. Maybe you can create something with Eddie Kingston. He's, a, he's my age. He's been doing this forever, so you don't have a lot of time left. So if you're going to maximize, but try it. How can you get big baby face that you've pushed John Moxley to say I quit? And That's make the it, problem, and make it to where it doesn't bury him. That's the problem. It's yeah. an I quit match, so Moxley will. Win. Yeah, the baby face never loses an I quit match. But goddamn, unless that, you're Roman Reigns, those promos, <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> and Jungle Boy and Wardlow was a really good match. Wardlow's got some. He does. Yeah. To me, that's. That's the sleeper dude, Nate. Evans. Not a great seller yet. No. Needs to figure that out. Doesn't need to be, though. He's yeah. a big guy, though. He doesn't yeah. need to be. Like, he shouldn't sell much of anything for That's a while. True. But eventually, yes. Yeah, he needs to learn how to sell for smaller guys. 
Jungle Boy is going to be a star. MJF, I hate to say this, but if they can get him away from Jericho, MJF will be a star. Let's bring that up. Yeah. So on uh, last week's episode of an AEW Dynamite, Jericho and MJF go out for a steak dinner. And first, it's the one-upsman of, I'll have mine raw, I'll have mine blue, blah, blah, blah. And then they break out. <laughs> the foul. Anything <sighs> under medium rare is get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And the then blue, they, man. And then yeah. they break out in song and dance. Your top heel in AEW. Your top heels. Heels. Heel. Um, break out in a song and dance. Well, I mean, it's to annoy everybody. So, I mean, it's. Sort of in character. But... Is that the right kind of heat you want from Jim? No. no. I want to say that, that... He can get it on his own with his mouth. Uh, yes or no? Does that hurt MJF? In the short term, no. In the long term, yes. I think this entire program has hurt MJF. No. I think if he turns on Jericho and becomes a leader of the inner circle and kicks Jericho out, it, that makes it worth it. I don't want MJF attached to anybody. I know, but, I, but I'm saying I think that would be. I think that's where they're going with this. I, I, I think according to the spoilers, it's MJF and Jericho at full gear. And if he beats Jericho, he gets in the inner circle. Yeah, but if he loses, and I hope he loses. And that's dumb because eventually you need Wardlow to turn on him. Yeah, yeah. So, so then what? Wardlow does. It's not Wardlow goes into the inner circle with MJF. But I can see it coming a mile away. I know what they're doing, and. I mean, I should say I know what he's doing. Um, Jericho did the goody feud with the Orange. Now he's he's trying to get the rub off MJF. Then after that, there's nothing left for me to do as a heel. I'm going to turn babyface, continue the feud with MJF. And MJF probably will end up with the inner circle for all we know. It's the worst thing for him. Mm -hmm. But Jericho's kind of trying to get himself important again, too. Jericho liked being the champ. Yep. Right, I bet he did. I bet he did. Um, but the whole thing on Twitter and the inter, you know wrestling, the internet uh, was this whole the whole skit of like real like uh, there was a lot of people that liked it and a lot of people going. How'd you feel about it? I thought it was funny and okay, but also at the same time, if you're I'm I'm more looking at like we've seen MJF, I've seen him live, and he's an asshole, yeah. complete asshole. It, and I get he has that background singing, and he has come out and said, I used to sing all the time. People post videos of him singing. But it's just like, at this time, I'm like, you just came off beat, you're, you just came off your feud with Moxley, and now that you're putting him in with Jericho, and it's hunky-dory with these two? It feels like a WWE comedy skit. That's what it was. It was, yeah. yeah. This, is, this is Vince would love this. This was Jericho. Vince would love this. Uh, this was on his TV. Like I, I like the beginning of them like showing up to the same interview or something, and then like them both walking away, going idiot asshole. asshole. Yeah. yeah, that part's fine. That's yeah. fine. But then you do but a this... whole song, song and dance of them first making fun yeah, of the smiling and hugging, and them yeah. making fun of the waitress and stuff, or you know calling the waitress, hey, I want this, I want this. No, I want this, I want this, and then they da 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 da. I'm like, mm, <clears throat> too much. Uh, you, how did you feel about it? Thelma? <laughs> I yeah. like that part. Um, when I watched it live, I actually hated it because I thought, why is M Yeah, I don't like that he's doing this, that MJF is doing this. It was kind of funny, though, the second time I watched it. I don't know. Chris Jericho, fucking Christ, that guy needs to get into shape. Yeah, he looked like his head Holy was going to explode. Holy shit, I thought rubber. he was going to pop. 
Uh, can't get a shit by drinking, bro. Um, that was the most. Like that was the reddest he, fucking he face. He was matching his Blown maroon up. his maroon jacket, and MJF looked like he didn't break a sweat. So that was funny to he watch. He needs to retire, honestly. I mean, but he's out of shit. I mean, I guess money he got. You know, it's gonna go. Kenny's gonna probably if if Kingston doesn't win, you're gonna have Kenny beat Moxley, which then leads to Hangman beating Kenny. So that Hangman's up here. And then I think that's when MJF comes back in and beats Hangman. And but you've got to ex- fill that time, and I think filling that time, they're going to put this program with Jericho yeah. in the inner circle. And that's exactly what's going to happen. And it's almost like they did have a game plan, and they executed it correctly. The first year, mm-hmm. you use the, the proven stars as your world champ while you're building the, the other guys. The Jericho and the Moxley. And then come year two, the those guys get the run. Yeah. Because it's almost like it should be. Yeah, it's yeah. Weird. The, Building stars. The <laughs> core audience for AEW knows who Kenny Omega is. They know he's a star. The broad audience they're trying to reach does not. They don't give yeah. a fuck about Japan. So them slowly building him to become the star is perfect. That's mm-hmm. what it should be done. Back to this. Uh, I hated it. Yeah. Uh, I didn't hate it in the, oh, uh, I'm offended by this as a wrestling fan. No, I couldn't care less. I've seen way dumber shit on WWE. Katie Vick. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I just didn't like it. I didn't think it was funny. Yeah. I didn't think the steak part was funny. I wasn't in particularly impressed by the song and dance number. Uh, Jericho looked like he was about to fucking die. I couldn't tell if... Was it actually them? Yeah. Yeah. That was some I mean, it sounded MJ- like Jericho, but it didn't MJF, sound like MJF MJF is a talented... He was like a state like singer. Like choir. Not, yeah, yeah. He's legit. He, in fact, he was on... Rosie oh, bro, Rosie or one of those as a singer as a kid. So, yeah, he's legit. Yeah, um, <laughs> but uh, I didn't like any of it. Yeah. And it, and I don't like the angle. I don't like any part of the angle. Um, it's To me, it's cooled off MJF completely. It has, yeah. That's why I was um, saying that. He was just on a feud with yeah. uh, Moxley putting him. It's one of those things, as we were talking a month or two ago, that this feud is helping MJF be one of the top stars. And then boom. And then now he's going back to mid-card with Jericho, who's trying to just get the rub to get him back up. At- Theoretically, you think going from Moxley to Jericho, that's that's good. Yeah, Jericho's still a huge start, and even keeps him hot. But the feud, whoever, I wonder who Jericho, but whoever's in charge of really <laughs> figuring out the feud, brother, is not doing MJF any fucking favors at all. Yeah, dude, I'm gonna go with, gonna go with the lead singer of Fox. Creative yeah. not working for him, brother. Yep. I, it, yeah, it's I mean, just, it's just one of those weird things of two months ago. Fuck, this guy is made right now, and now we're this fucking this, this storyline is hurting. Has him. Jericho lost his touch in terms yes. of elevating people? Yep, because he didn't help Cassidy. Orange Cassidy is less over after the Jericho feud instead of more over. He actually lost heat. He's been and he's siphoning off MJF too. It's just if it's not goofy comedy or some sort of skit. And I, uh, something and I, I might be wrong. I might be right. You are. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Which one? Whatever. I, I think, and the inner circle's losing steam. Oh, yeah. Uh, they did a good job the first six months of making all of them important. The last six months, they've just been Jericho's lapdogs. And proud and powerful, especially. After the have stadium been completely, stampede, yeah. the inner circle's just yeah. gone downhill. It just became Jericho. So yeah. at some point when you've hung around as long as Jericho has, I mean, it's not necessarily a, um, uh, a slight against him, but at some point when you've been around this long, wins against you don't mean as much. 
I mean, they've seen you wrestle everybody many times. And to be fair, the the whole p- trying to position himself to maintain the the rub at the expense of the young guys that's to it's WCW that's to be expected. Late 90s, well, it's bro. WWE right yeah, now. I mean, it's, I mean just... it's been the wrestling business. Period. It's preservation. You know, uh, very few. Um, Tanahashi are willing to actually mm-hmm. spend the last 10 years or so of their prime elevating the next generation. I could, I can count on my hands the number of big time stars that actually did it instead of doing the Hogan route. Cause it's pres- I mean, Austin, yeah, Austin wasn't about sure. putting anyone over for sure. Look at it. Like, didn't he quit because he wouldn't put Brock over? Yeah. <laughs> um, like, so Jericho is, at this point, probably best utilized in these kind of comedy mid-level feuds, which agree. is fine. I would agree. But then you can't be shocked when he isn't getting over a main-level talent, because that's not what he is. It'd be like beating R-Truth. fucking Santino or R-Truth. Like, Orange Cassidy is the R-Truth of... That's what yeah. he should be of AEW. And he's less over after the feud with Jericho. One year ago, one year uh, ago, we were talking about how that Jericho was over, that he somehow brought it, he, that he was different. He was getting that legend pop. He was getting that legend he was, pop. To me, he was great through Double or Nothing this year, through the stadium stampede. Yeah. And then he was over, and then something clicked. Like, and then started like, running right. thin in COVID? Well, I think part of the reason is COVID happened, because I'm pretty sure, and I think he's admitted it, that originally... A lot, of, or at least a portion of this year was touring with Fozzie. But mm. with COVID happening, there's no tour. That, that was true. Because and he's he lo- open. Because he lost the title. Yeah. And then the idea was he's gonna go he tour. was going to go do the blood and guts, and then he was going to be out yeah. for a couple months. So because of this is one of the rare reasons where COVID actually helps someone stick around, but maybe that's not so good. You know what I mean? Like, all of a sudden he had all that free time, might as well work. Yeah. And it's burnt through ideas. I think the the worst part with him is that he's definitely in some sort of midlife crisis. Oh my god! The hair thing is very touchy. Anybody Did you see the voting picture? I was asking. You, I was uh, just about I'll, to ask you that. Uh, I haven't he, seen that. He, he uh, did well, the Google can't see any of this. So. I voted, and you know, but <laughs> he, he, he voted. He fucking used the the Photoshop paint tool to fill in his hairline on the picture. Uh, the drinking is out of control just because the body, the is body, out of the yeah. gut. He when he signed with AEW, he was in shape. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, boom. Uh, maybe it's Vince not being around. Saying, "Oh goddamn, pal, looking a little tubby." You know, the bizzers going in the shitter, <laughs> putting the belts on Jericho. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, Jericho needs to take some time off at least. Yeah, time some time off the Great Goose. That team. <laughs> Good luck with that, Corey. Yeah, uh, I believe you watch. Impact. Oh. Bound for glory. I did. And oh. how a uh, little snake bit this pay-per-view was. I, uh, they, um, sorry, I got like a news thing here. Um, yeah, they're not used to doing, I explained this the other day. Um, since Impact is taped multiple episodes at a time, they can edit, of course. Yeah. Uh, the only time they've been live this year is for pay-per-views. And last year when AEW started up full-time, they took a little over half of Impact's production team. That's a lot. Yeah. So a lot of the people working Impact tapings now are like undergrads and kids learning the ropes. Kind of like NXT. Only you can, you know, don't have the McMahon fucking detail, you know, over you. God damn it. 
So mistakes are going to be made. Uh, they shouldn't have. Yeah, there was a pre-tape shown instead of an actual promo that should have been shown. Um, that's unfortunate. There were hot like you know hot mic moments. Um, there felt like there was hot mics on uh, uh, too on Raw. You could keep hearing uh, Byron well, talking. I got. I have to add, add one thing about. I watched. Not Hell in a Cell. NXT. I watched NXT and part of SmackDown uh, on Hulu with the old with the headphones in. Mm-hmm. You can hear stuff with headphones, man. Not just hear that, but the fucking piped-in fan noise is un-fucking-bearable on headphones. It's so bad. It is so distracting and so fake-sounding. If you're not wearing headphones and it's on the TV and we're all talking, it's in the background. It's muffled, whatever. But if and it's, it's a good like, visual. Yeah. But if it's the forefront of what you're listening to, it is god. It makes the show goddamn unwatchable. It's terrible. So, yes. Anyway, back to Bound for Glory. The pre-show match saw the Deaners defeat the Rascals. Um, I don't understand why the Rascals are on the pre-show. They're very talented workers. Um, I forget to mention the Rascals. But then again. I forget to talk about them. The three cruiserweight dudes, the gimmick is true life. They're just a bunch of stoners, and um, Bro. they're good wrestlers. Why they're on the pre-show I have, and losing to a team that could nicely be said is this generation's Godwins? Hmm. Don't know. But it was a fair enough match, two and three quarters. Six-person scramble X-Division title match. Rohit Raju successfully kept the title. Defeating Trey Miguel, Willie Mack, TJP, Chris Bay, and Jordan Grace, um, who got into Twitter beef this week with I Sabu. Heard. Yeah, who, who called her what? short and fat? Well, nice, but. Yeah, it's Sabu. <laughs> you know. This was chaotic fun. Everybody got a chance to shine. Um, he got the typical chicken shit WWE heel win where the other guy does his finisher and then he, like, Shoves him out of the ring and gets the pin. I hate that. But three and a quarter is a good match. A 20-person call-your-shot gauntlet match was won by Rhino. Went two and a half. Um, this was all about Heath getting his contract. The only sad part for Heath is he gets in the ring, and within 10 seconds he suffers a hernia and is, like, laying on the mat for most of it. He was, actually su- he was actually supposed to win the damn thing. Uh, fortunately, the storyline lent itself to the fact that either him or Rhino could win to get Heath the contract. So they just had Rhino win. God damn it. Right? He's um, got kids. He's got kids. Hopefully it's not serious. Uh, that sucks to see. He finally gets his chance to shine and suffers <laughs> uh, a hernia 10 I seconds would, I, in. I will say on this um, week's uh, impact, he says next week he's signing a contract. Yeah. So I'm good for that. Uh, nice to see Cowboy James Storm make a, re- make a surprise return to this. For one night only, it looks like. Um, with the win, not only does Heath get a contract, but Rhino saves his contract and gets a title shot of his choosing. I assume it's a tag title match with him and Heath. That seems to be the storyline. Um, Moose defeated EC3 in an undisclo- a fight at an undisclosed location. Cinematic bullshit. I was out immediately. I gave it a mercy, too. You can tell they, they worked hard and, sh- and it was well shot. But I'm just so tired of cinematic. It was in focus. Yeah, and this, and this was like straight to instead of cinematic, it was like straight to DVD. So, so Steven know. Seagal. I like yeah, uh, I like how EC3 has reinvented himself, but I fear it's because he's completely shot. 
His knees are bad, and his back is bad, so I... You should be the lead singer of a rock band. Right? I get the feeling this is just him doing whatever he can to... Cash it out a little bit. Stay working, but not actually have to do much. Yeah. Ken Shamrock defeated Eddie Edwards. <laughs> two and three quarters. Ken Shamrock. Shamrock is crazed, angry grandpa. <laughs> isn't exactly a stretch, but it works. <laughs> Sammy Callahan is his bratty, abusive grandson. Also works. It's an okay match. It's fantastic. <laughs> This guy said you're no good, Shamrock, and then he slaps him, and Shamrock just beats the fuck out of the guy. It's like, that's the character now. It's like his crazy grandpa uh, is just beating the shit out of people. The Rock being on it on Bound for Glory was interesting. What? As he. Uh, As a Dwayne? Yeah, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. <laughs> what? Uh, he's uh, via video, of course, but he. Live via satellite? He's the one that inducted Ken Shamrock into the Impact oh, Hall right. of Fame. That's right, I remember. Yeah. That's right. And uh, Vince had to love that. Probably Why? Even, he probably doesn't even know. Yeah. Are they just like bros? Like Yeah. Rock credits Shamrock for getting him over. That feud is what he credits for turning the corner. And they've been tight ever since. So I I remember reading the, the tweet. Like Shamrock's like, he put it out there on Twitter. Like, hey, Rock, I'm getting inducted in the Impact Hall of Fame. Would you mind saying something? And Rock immediately, probably with, you got it. I'll shoot a video. It'll be to you Saturday. Like, boom, that was like months ago. Like, Vince has yeah. to hate it, but he's like, what the fuck you do? It's The Rock, bitch. <laughs> right. Fuck you. <laughs> he doesn't need you. You need The Rock. 130 million <laughs> yeah, exactly. followers on Instagram. Right. <laughs> Fatal four way tag team title match as the North, Ethan Page and Josh Alexander, won back the titles from the Motor City Machine Guns in a match that also included Ace Austin and Madman Fulton and the Good Brothers. It's a good match. I went three and a half. Uh, they immediately took Alex Shelley out with a pile driver on the entrance ramp, so I was bummed. That's like my favorite dude here. Uh, so good match, though. Um, nice shocker. I assume the idea, because I was like, the North win the titles back? That's kind of surprising. One of the guys' contract is up January 1st. He's been vocal about that online. But I assume it was just to get the uh, titles back on a Hill team so that Heath and Rhino could beat him. But with Heath's injury now, I don't know what happens. So real quick before you go on, yes. uh, Rock deserving in the TNA Hall of Fame? I didn't watch early TNA, so I don't... Uh, he was the first ever... NWA. He was NWA world champ, but yeah. that was their belt, though. So, so yeah, he was their first ever world champ. He kind of carried the first couple months of the weekly TVs. He's the one that put our truth over to make him the champ and get him going. So, yeah, I mean, for their Hall of Fame, sure. it's He's, he's deserving. Um, and it was cool. Um, Matt Stryker showed up. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> Matt Stryker is the one who was like him seeing the Hall of Fame thing and called the match on the pre show. And I was like, God damn it. Matt Stryker's here. Christ. <laughs> they did, uh, I know uh, Corey brought it up, but they did a spot in the backstage where uh, Sl- uh, Heath and Rhino were talking, and they're like, All right, they pull Sid. Let's go, let's do it again. And, and then you hear three, two, one, and then it's, th- all right, baby. And Did you enjoy like, that? What? Seeing that? The, the mess up? Yeah. Good, because you're going to have a ton of it this fall. Just warning you now. Oh, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as Vince Russo gets to impact, that's about all you see in the back are fucking mess ups like that. Awesome. So if you enjoyed this, you're in for a treat. Fantastic. And we're going to go live in three, two. Impact knockouts title match, Sue Young. 
showed up to defeat Deanna Perazzo to win the title. Hmm, Wait a minute. Three stars. Wait a Um, minute. Wasn't it supposed to be uh, Deanna versus Kylie Ray? Yeah, Young replaced Kylie Ray, and I still don't know (laughs) if it's an angle or reality hitting again. I think reality hit. This was okay, but there is a ceiling for the character of Sue Young. She gets the win in the title, and if it's an angle, it works nicely as Young versus Ray. It's been something they've slowly been setting up as her alter ego was friends with Kylie Ray. So, I mean, even if this was because they had to, they still possibly made chicken salad out of chicken shit, but we'll see. Not a fan of chicken salad. Yeah, so Kylie Ray, though, um, snow showing. The lights, uh, to quote Jeff, the lights may be too bright for Kylie Ray. Uh, is that her last chance? She's going to get one more and then see? From what I've read about Impact Wrestling, they're fine with it, with her, with what's going on. I think in the climate, the world as it is right now, period with mental health, I think you're going to see companies trying to give as many chances as possible. Some companies. Not WWE. Not WWE, but Impact, yes. So according to them, on their end, everything's cool. There's no issues, no worries. They're just happy that she's okay. So it sounds like that, like, they knew she wasn't going to, like, she told them. It wasn't she just, like, yeah. fucking Sid Vicious the shit and just didn't fucking show up. Well, in. no, she didn't. Like, originally, she didn't call and let them know. Okay. They spent the whole day trying to find her and worry about where the fuck she oh. was. They knew she was in town because she had rode in in a car with a couple of the production people. So they knew she was in Asheville. But she didn't call. I she didn't, Not only didn't call the company, none of her friends could get a hold of her. So they were, they, were, they were freaking out a little bit, but eventually got word that she was fine, okay. just not there. Um, that's a touchy subject. How do you handle something like that? You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's tough. Uh, yeah. And finally, the Impact World title match, Rich Swan defeated Eric Young to win the title. This was a four stars. This is a really good match. Um, both guys played their parts perfectly. It makes total sense to put the belt on Swan, but I can't uh, help think they left a lot of money on the table with the uh, Hill title run of Eric Young. He was, he, I mean, he was such a breath of fresh air, that character, and what he was doing with the title. Um, final verdict, overall a fun show with some technical hitches. The matches that should have delivered did, and the rest was passable. Mild recommendation, if only because no one seeks out impact anyways, whatever. <laughs> So. Uh, so it was a better show that one or Hell in a Cell I will say Hell in a Cell ever so slightly because two of the Cell matches really delivered if those two Cell matches weren't high, uh, high quality as they were I would have said Impact or Bound for Glory was a better show uh, Eric Young and Rich Swan was a really good match and best Swan, match of the weekend kinda, <laughs> outside of the Cells yeah, yeah. It's good to see. Uh, the one cool thing about it was uh, because Kyler Reno showed, Sue Young won the title. And of course, Sue Young and Rich Swan are married. So both people win the. They, they pulled the Gargano LeRae because you know the fuck they ain't doing that on NXT this week. Fantastic. Nice. Uh, Mr. Booble. Yeah. I believe you watched some uh, UFC. Some UFC. UFC. UFC 254. Uh, Habib Madoff. Um, shut up. Uh, successfully defending his title uh, against Justin Gaethje. Uh, it was a very, very highly anticipated matchup. Did um, it? Did it meet expectations? No. In a in a way, uh, the fight was not as good as people hoped it would be. Only because Habib was so dominant. Um, 
he never gave Justin a chance. Uh, he he honestly did better on the on the feet, which is where Justin's game is, and then he does what Habib does and took him down. And it was a twenty two second sequence where from the beginning to the takedown, he did this crazy fucking jujitsu guard passing shit and submitted him. He never landed a single punch in the ground. It was no ground upon. It was literally just technique of crawling over his legs and getting a submission. It was actually incredible. Um, and then and then retired at the end of the at the end of the fight. So, so I have a question for you, real quick. Sorry, yep. Joe. Mm-hmm. I don't know much about UFC, mm-hmm. but I know enough to know that nine times out of ten, fighters' retirements don't mean shit. Mm-hmm. To this man, it does. Is this one legit? This is the one out of ten. Uh, so his father uh, passed away from COVID a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. His father not only trained him, um, was in, was an integral part of a lot of high-level fighters. Uh, he was very, very much respected. And uh, Habib said after the fight that um, his mother asked him to not fight on this earth when his father isn't around. And so he gave her his word that he would not fight again. Well, that changes everything. Uh, he is a devout Muslim. Uh, family and religion are, I mean, he has crazy principles. We don't agree with, I mean, outside of the cage. He has some shady friends. But uh, I tell you, he, um, I, I don't think he comes back. Okay. I mean, you, you could back the fucking brink truck. I think he would just look at him like, I don't care. Um, good. It's good. To he see has, him. I mean, his it's it's mostly connected to faith. Um, it's, it's I mean, it's it's family ties, but well, it's mostly as soon connected as you said, to Mama faith. Asked, yeah. uh, Mama told him, yeah, that she's I I don't want you to fight without your father there. Um, partly out of respect to him, but partly just I mean, she felt that uh, you know his dad helped keep him safe, and she doesn't want you know her son. To be, and that was to like their thing together his whole life. Um. And it's there was complete sincerity in it. There honestly isn't anything for him else to prove. He's done everything you could possibly do. Or was he like twenty nine and 0? 29 and 0, 13 and zero in the UFC. Only three title defenses. Uh, so, yeah. so three title defenses, but the three he beat in succession uh, were high level fighters and all submissions, which has never been done. Three straight submission title defenses. I like hearing a man of principle. Um, is, John Jones is going out. However, the one thing you said. Yep. Drives me crazy with my OCD. Yeah. 29 now. Yep, not 30. 30. He was, so <laughs> he wanted to do 30. The plan was to fight in April against GSP, um, but his father died. Yeah. That was, their entire plan was to win this fight and then fight GSP in April. And then retire. And then retire. And then retire. So he was, he was near anyway, so um, might as well. So, you know, uh, he's in the GOAT discussion. He's probably not the GOAT, to be honest, but he's in the discussion. He's certainly sitting at the table. Um Okay, well then, as a UFC novice, mm-hmm. who's familiar with the big names, yep. who is the GOAT? Probably John Jones. John Jones. To be honest. Uh, mm-hmm. What is it, 11 title defenses? 10? Something like that. Something like that. Uh, Never been beaten. He has a loss, but it was from a 12 to 6 elbow. So pr- probably John Jones. I think most people would say John Jones. If he goes up to heavyweight and wins, I think there's no discussion. Uh, the other the other name is GSP, ironically enough. Um not for me, but <laughs> yeah, consensusly, it's it's GSP and John Jones. So. It was Anderson Silver for a while, but he kind of got um, slept a lot. In his anything career. good on the undercard, or was that a one match show? The so generally UFC is never a one match show. There's there sometimes is the hype 
for one fight, but the undercard delivers. It's not like boxing mm-hmm. where they give you three horrific fucking fights and then one good one. Mm-hmm. They generally deliver most cards. Um, it's because they have all of the talent under one and they can do that. It's easy to do. But, no, uh, the other main fight was Robert Whitaker and Jared Cannonier, essentially a title eliminator. Uh, I mean, Robert Whitaker won. He was the best fighter in this division for years um, until Adesanya came into his own. It sets up a rematch. Yeah, Corey's guy, Adesanya. <laughs> it's that guy. They're both from New Zealand, so the plan is to have that fight in New Zealand in front of, like, 70,000 fans. Because they can. Because they will sell it out in 90 fucking seconds. Uh, Izzy posted a video. I think, do you follow him on Twitter? Yeah. It was him, like, with, like, seven different kinds of food, but it was playing Real American. It was awesome. Uh, Yeah, he's actually the one dude I do follow on Twitter. (laughs) Izzy Izzy is... He talks a lot of shit, too. I love love it. it. Love it. Izzy is a star, man. And just, he's undeniable. He is so good. Uh, It's, I mean... It sets up good stuff for this for this company, man. It's pay-per-views every month, which sucks. It's a lot of money. But they generally fucking deliver, man. Dana White, I could not disagree with him any more than I do on every single thing in life. But fuck, his product is good. <laughs> he's the only... He's a great fucking promoter. He's the, yeah, he's, he's a great promoter. But he's the only human being of his type in the world that makes me think, oh, Vince isn't so bad. He's essentially a clone of Vince, <laughs> yeah. which is why they have this weird fucking rivalry. They're, they're fucking clones of each other. It's <laughs> yeah. ridiculous. He spoke at the RNC. Of course he did. Gross. Of course he did. Uh, no, he's a fucking yeah, gross I know. I know. He is. I know Dana Wright's a piece Still of shit. Still going to watch his product, though. It's yeah. fucking good. <laughs> he said, he literally said at the press conference after the fight, it's like they were asking him about fans and stuff, and he was like, ask me November 4th, because he believes that COVID will disappear. He's completely yeah. off the face of the earth. I love how... The election. I love how... The maggot in the White House and yep. all of his little maggot troops have convinced the the, the, the followers right. the right yeah. that it's just completely made up by the left and that yep. like, well, then you got it. So either you lied to your followers or it's a real disease. Which one is it? Yeah, because you were in the hospital, bitch. Yeah, it's not real. I feel better. So yeah, I'm that immune. Was my weekend. Awesome. I'm immune. Have awesome. you started at eleven o'clock in the morning? Yeah, weird. I didn't say that was an yeah, early. Yeah, I saw uh, Google tweeting like, some UFC results at like up. eleven. I was like, God, <laughs> that was like eight thirty. First fight's I, over. I woke up <laughs> at nine and I'm like, I look go to Twitter and Google has like two matches down. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Oh shit! Yeah, it starts yeah. at eleven. Yeah. So it's so uh, real quick. So it's because they were on Fight Island in Abu Dhabi. Uh, fuck that place, first of all. Although, why? Goddamn their commercials. That place is beautiful, but fuck yeah. that place. Yeah, but. So, because of the time difference, when it's in prime time, our time, they their fighters are fighting like six o'clock in the morning. And the people's like, "Fuck that shit! I'm the star, bitch. We're fighting in prime time here. We're fighting nine o'clock. I'm not getting up four o'clock in the morning, you piece of shit. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. Watch it at eleven. Kiss my ass. <laughs> so, what should be? That's fucking cool. <laughs> Maybe at, and I'll, I don't know if it's with his religion too, but sometimes they can't fucking like do shit. That's so. It's, yeah, it's, it's Ramadan. So yeah, it's he, Ramadan. He can't. He can't, fight he between can't. April and September. And you can't like you can't eat like through certain times. You can't drink water through uh, certain you can't, times. You, you, you can't, can't eat, eat uh, during daylight. daylight. Yeah, yeah. So, it's uh, um, dawn to dusk. Uh, Anis Cantor, when he was with the Blazers, yeah, he, he playoff, would play the whole playoffs. Yeah, without the, eating, he couldn't drink water, couldn't do anything. Yep. Just play basketball for three hours a day. So yeah. And then so. suffer. That's okay. crazy, man. Seems like a not yeah, and he and, and he looked like he struggled through his weight cut or something happened. And he broke his he broke two toes in his yep. right foot or left foot. He came in with a broken foot. He came yeah. with a broken foot. Didn't tell anybody until after the match. Well, as uh, well as his camp knew, but like yeah. nobody media wise knew. So yeah, that was uh, my weekend. Mm. Pretty cool. Uh, 
So, uh, Corey, I want to bring this up to your attention now. Yeah. So, on Impact, they were having a wedding. Oh, yeah. Johnny Bravo and, and uh, Rosemary. Do you, you get your, Look at remote. It is your, it is your <laughs> typical wrestling wedding oh, that has to end somehow. Uh-huh. Do you want to know how? Sure, enlighten me. Okay. With test. They're getting married. The lights go out. Yeah. You hear a bang. Johnny Bravo was shot. What? He was shot. He was shot. On he, was, he was shot, and it ends with Road Warrior Dreamer as he's on his knees going, "No!" I'm in. I'm watching that. <laughs> Fuck. He got shot. He got shot. He's laying on the ground <laughs> at the end to end impact. Mark, somebody shot. Wow. Well, Mark. I mean. <laughs> I got nothing. I got how, nothing. How's that? How's that? To Johnny end Bravo wedding? got shot. I have. I, I don't know. Hey, baby. <laughs> uh-huh. I got. I got nothing for you. It's. Uh-huh. It's impact. So they've done some crazy things before. They've never done a a a, 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 a shooting. Someone was watching uh, Raw from '97. Somebody was watching three, Dallas. Yeah. Who killed Jr. <laughs> Who killed Bravo? He was shot from the grassy knoll. Yeah. There will be. There'll be a grassy knoll <laughs> in the building. There'll be a knoll. second shooter back and to the left. <laughs> yeah, they're all doing like the there's the there's the EC three film instead. It was the, Jeff Jarrett instead of the Zapruder film. It's the EC three film. It was The Rock. It was Rikishi. He did it for The Rock. So yeah, Cut Johnny Bravo me. shot. All he had to do. Right. All he had to do was acknowledge Roman. I can't wait to watch it. <laughs> shot. God damn it, man. So we'll find out next week. But speaking of next week, this show here and all of. No Cells podcast next week. We'll not be filming. Sadly. Or we might as well just do it online. We were going to have a talk to you about that. We could have done the Monday Night War Stories on Sunday. There's no pay-per-view. It's just Raw, Nitro, and Thunder. Yeah, we could. But we'll talk about it. We'll think about it. So maybe next week. On-air production video. On-air production. Next year. Next week. throwback. (laughs) Next week. So uh, we'll leave you in suspense. Yes, we'll find out. You'll find out here next time. But you can find all of our podcasts at... No, I was so. said, we will not be doing the No Cell podcast. Yeah, we That's for yeah. sure. One hundred percent for now. Yeah, no, for good. Like, for, yeah, not for good. This next week because people are going to uh, be hammered. People are going to be emotional. Stock yep. up. People I hear, are going to be elevated to the clouds. I hear stock up on stuff, but next week the No Cell podcast won't be here. One hiatus for one week only. One hiatus. But you can find all of our other podcasts at NoCellEntertainment.com, and you can yes. listen to all of our podcasts wherever you find your podcasts. Mm-hmm.